The Deluxe Edition Network, also known as The Den, is an incredible podcast network that offers a wide variety of entertaining and informative podcasts. With a lineup of shows covering various topics, such as interviews with a wide variety of guests, history, music, relationships, true crime, and so much more. The Den provides content that caters to a diverse range of interests. The hosts and guests on the Deluxe Edition Network demonstrate a deep passion and expertise in their respective fields, making each episode on each show engaging and thought-provoking. The network fosters a sense of community by encouraging listeners to interact through live chats, social media, and forums, creating an inclusive environment for discussion and sharing opinions. With its commitment to high-quality production, the shows in the Deluxe Edition Network continue to captivate and entertain its ever-growing audience. Whether you're a podcast enthusiast or someone looking to explore new topics, The Den is a fantastic platform to dive into and uncover fascinating insights from experts in their fields. The Deluxe Edition Network is the home of independent awesomeness. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Spencer from Under Oath and my solo project, Slow Tide. I have a new single that just came out called Don't Trip. Um, It's available anywhere you stream music. Please give it a listen. Share it with your friends. My buddy Aaron Gillespie is actually ripping the drums on this one. So, yeah, help me spread the word. And uh, you can follow Slow Tide at S-L-O-T-I-D-E band on all socials. Thank you to Bacon is my podcast for uh, always sharing my stuff. Much love. Peace. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Bacon is My Podcast, where today we are here with Florida-based band Violet Silhouette. What's going on, guys? How's it going? What's up? What's up? Um, Before we get too far into this, let everybody know who you are and uh, what you do in the band real quick. I am Zai Valdez. I play synthesizer guitar and I sing for Violet Silhouette. I'm Daniel Potman. I play synthesizer guitar and uh, do some writing for Violet Silhouette. Love it. See, now we get to act like like we haven't been sitting here the whole time. Yeah, it's completely yeah. different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just wearing the same clothes. Hey guys, nice to meet you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they have a brand new. Remember week. when we talked a few days ago? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what have you been up to since then? I haven't Thanks done my coming. laundry. I had a weird weekend. I'm still wearing the same thing too. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you got some water. That's great. Uh, so you guys have a new record out, uh, Fever Blue, which Fever Blue. is really awesome. Um, I I heard a little bit about the story behind like the 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 writing of this and stuff like that, and uh, you know, and your the origin of your band, which is you know again one of those like COVID necessity kind of things. Um, so coming out of COVID, you had your first record out, uh, this new one coming out, like, did you, did you find yourself writing any differently than you did in the first record go going or going in? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think there were, there were a lot of different factors. There were a couple songs like Strange Wind and Here to Demonica, which are the first two singles, mm-hmm. um, that we had kind of written shortly after like fever blue i mean fuck not fever blue semi-permanent derealization our first dp um we had kind of started like those songs were like around then and it took us you know then we took some time perfected them and wrote these songs um we both just had like a really weird year um like i tore a tendon in my left hand so i couldn't play guitar for like six months so like and Zai's like always been an amazing guitar player. So he did all the guitar, pretty much all the guitar on, on this album. Um, so that was, the, that was a difference in dynamic. Um, and it's, it's great. I mean, I'm fucking love the shit he writes. So it's, uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, I remember uh, there was this moment. Sorry, what? No, Someone was going to go. Oh, um, I think at the the heat in the strongest heat of Fever Blue, um, 
it was when I was working uh, in kitchens a lot, cooking, and uh, I was also driving in a car that didn't have AC. Oh, mm. And uh, I think last summer was probably one of the most brutalist summers here yeah. in South Florida. And yeah. I was, yeah, like cooking for like <laughs> just hours upon hours, slow cooking every day. And oh. then I think I got like, like it de like developed like a sort of allergy or like a very high sensitivity to heat. And I basically quit everything that I was doing and just uh, stayed indoors in the dark for like a whole month. And a lot of it, that pocket of that time was where a lot of stuff was pulled out for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you, you probably like, I mean, fever blue makes a lot more sense. <laughs> you, you, were, you were suffering through all of it. So cooking and then getting into a car that had been baking all day in the Florida sun. So Oh yeah, and then you know at yeah. night you go and smash, you know, a bunch of pints with your friends and right. then you wake up with that, you know, little rainy glimmer the next day that you right. got to cook off and just this process of just like melting yourself down <laughs> and then building yourself up and then reconstituting the sauce and the, and then fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's That's Did you so so with coming out of that like were you um so sometimes when I'm writing and I'm and I'm kind of like super in like kind of keyed in on it, I'm not even really realizing anything that I'm writing about. Like it's just kind of stream of conscious and things are just kind of coming and I, I love being in that flow. Um, but then like it's not till later that I look back on it and start to realize like kind of like anything I was going through or anything that it was about. Did you have anything like that? Or were you just like when you kind of locked yourself in, were you you had all these ideas and you were ready to get them out or like kind of what was that process? I think there was definitely residual stuff that I would find while I was moping around in the dark and I'd be like, wait, you know, and because I, perhaps I was in such a super heightened, sensitive, almost, you know, like painful body state that right. like, I just, I took any little lyric that I, that I found on the floor or something in my room as some little like life raft or something <laughs> like that, you know. <laughs> hey, bud. What's up? Guess what time it is? Fall. Yes. You know what that means? That means that the the trees are shedding their leaves. Indeed, indeed. You know what does not shed leaves automatically? Chesticles, testicles, and cheeks. Right. So it is time for some fresh ball fall action. Yeah. My friends. Manscaped, the lawnmower 4.0, featuring their patented skin safe technology mm -hmm. guys if you if you're not using manscaped yet what are you waiting for come on and what do your balls look like Ooh. <laughs> right it's got an led light so mm -hmm. if you're worried about nicking something or not being able to see you don't have to worry man the lawnmower has it shave in the dark exactly you, it's waterproof it go is into, go into the shower. If you don't want to make a mess outside the shower, go in the shower. Shave in a there. dark shower. <laughs> yeah, you can do that with Manscaped. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, it'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping. And it's not even just for the lawnmower. No, it's for everything. You can get the crop mops, shampoo, they have body soap, they have lotions, all kinds of things. Check it out, manscaped.com. If you can't remember the promo code, just jump over to baconsbypodcast.com and check out our sponsors page. Always remember to clean your testicles, your chesticles, and your cheeks with Manscaped. Yeah, man. What's your bacon? Town Podcast is a podcast that features your town's dark, wild, and sometimes unbelievable past that will have you thinking there is no way that really happened here. Matt, Meg, and Zach dust off the books and hit the streets and the occasional nursing home to unveil your town's past. From small towns to where we live to big cities before they were what they are today, this is your town, your stories. It's um, the light in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the hand in the abyss. Right, right. Um, Dan, you, you were talking about how, how writing is one of your bacons and like uh, just notebook and stuff like that. Uh, I found myself for a while writing a lot on my phone mm -hmm. and it was, it, it was good, probably for a good like seven or eight years. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden I was like, I need to write this on a legal pad. That's <laughs> this it's, it's, and, and it's so weird because it's so much different. Like yeah. it just, mm -hmm. it's more satisfying. Like, do, do you do a lot of writing 
uh, on the phone at all, like on the go or whatever, or yeah. you have those little notebooks in everywhere it, you kind of, anything that goes with you, you have another book mm-hmm. there to like. Yeah, it, it's definitely both for me. Um, you know, the phone is great. Like when you're out and you're on the move and you know, or you're like working or having a conversation with somebody and you just get this little flash of, of like, Hey, that's how, like, it's either encompassing something that I'm feeling or like, it just, like it just sounds good. And I'm like, oh, I got to write that down and save it for later. So then what I do is with everything that winds up on the phone, um, I put in like a master like Google Doc, which is like, I don't know, it's got to be 100 pages now of just right. pieces, just like fragments, like four yeah. lines here, two lines there. Um, and when we put a song together, sometimes I notice that like something I wrote about six months ago, you know, is really relevant to something that I wrote yesterday. And then I can take that, grab that, put it together. So when you put it for like a song, it's more like, um, it, it's kind of like a collection of one idea or one one thought that kind of culminates. And then the stuff that's in like my notebooks, like I have one like right here. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. No. Yeah. So there's like, I have like um, music video ideas in here. Uh, there's like sketches for like uh, photo shoots and stuff that like nice. only kind of makes sense to me. Um, I guess that's what this notebook is. Um, and then, <laughs> and the notebook that's in my bedroom has a lot more like lyrics. Or here, actually, there's nice. Here, here's another one. And I'm I'm sure like as you start to work with someone, whether that's like in a musical project or any artistic project, I think that you guys can connect on a, on a sort of immaterial plane of like information stream, you know? Yeah. And we start, you know, it's like that phenomenon of like um, finishing each other's sentences and getting those like random synchronicity, you know, those synchronicities mm-hmm. that just line up for both of you. And sure. Um, there is this sort of space in which, you know, I guess we call the silhouette between Dan and I that um, is that sort of little collective pool between us Mm -hmm. and everything else. Yeah. How quickly did you guys develop that? Like once you started kind of making music together, like what brought that kind of, was that something that took a long time to develop or was it like, oh man, you get me right away. Yeah, it was there right away. Um, we had met because we were, we were both DJing um, at the same nightclub uh, down here in West Palm, uh, Respectable Street. And Zai was, you know, Zai was DJing. I had been there for a while and I would just come in on like off nights and he'd be DJing. I was like, oh shit, who's this guy? He's pretty good. And then like, I don't know, months or a year later, like we finally like we just like sat down and had dinner one night and it just like everything clicked for where we were coming from musically and creatively. Um, you know, and a lot of conversations that like, you know, we just have just hanging out or just we're very much on the same page with a lot of things, but we both have like our own ideas of what those things are. And the ideas are very different, but the consensus is still the same. Yeah. Um, so when we were, we were coming up with the band, um, our bass player, uh, Justin, um, he's out in Chicago now. That was also another change that happened. Um, so when we did semi-permanent derealization, we were all together. And then Justin right. moved to Chicago, which made it a little bit more uh, challenging to to get some stuff done. But um, he's amazing. He's all over this record, too. Um, but we, you know, we were talking about, you know, putting a band together and we kind of came up with the ideas of what we wanted it to be first, instead of just getting together and, and jamming it out. And then, um, one day Zai, you know, had some skeletons of some songs that he had brought over, uh, to my place. And we took the computer up to the stereo and set up a synthesizer and a bass and a, and a guitar and just kind of jammed through it. And it was something different than any of us had in mind nice what um so whenever i come across a band that that has a a, like a unique sound that's that's like you get through certain eras where a lot of bands are kind of sounding like what's happening on the radio like not the radio Mm -hmm. but like you know kind of like in the genres what's what's kind of going on You, you get a lot of that and you guys aren't that 
you guys are definitely your own thing, which is which I think is awesome. I love that when I when I come across that. Um, but one of the things that I'm always uh, I always wonder is I wonder what that first like that first rehearsal, that first time getting together was like. Like, what did you guys jam on when you got together the first time? Like, you see bands that are doing like uh, that are doing like a dance music project, and you talk to them, and the first time they got together, they were playing Alice in Chains songs, or they were playing Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like so. Uh, you know, what was that? Do you guys remember? What was that like for you guys that very first time that you got together? I actually do remember that. It was at your place, Dan. Mm -hmm. And I had brought, we had hooked up some synths. Yeah, we hooked up some synths. The bass, um, the bass was amped. Your guitar was amped. And then I just started just cueing in like really hard industrial drums and a lot of heavy oozing kind of chugging basses. And, uh, and then yeah, I remember I play, I hooked the synths up to that big Kenwood like house speaker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like just cranked it and EQ'd it to just like so I'm surprised the thing didn't like pop like a balloon, dude. But <laughs> it was really cool because it was like it kind of had this um, garage vibe, but with synths and your house, your dad's house stereo from like the late nineties. Like old ministry, <laughs> ministry vibe. Yeah. That was Spanish, that's Spanish's stereo. My, my old roommate, um, his name's Steven, but everybody calls him Spanish. Um, that was his contribution to the band. Nice. Oh, cool. Very cool. Stereo. Um, so you gotta, you gotta mic that and get those sounds, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Get those sounds for something. Get them down. I wonder well, if you actually, can get IRs of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think we're actually kind of feeling more of that direction, kind of like a we want to go back to the what would what it was like that first time. So this as we move forward, that's going to be an interesting thing to like dive back into. Because you know, as you start fleshing stuff out, you get you get sort of comfortable with a certain direction, you know? Right. Yeah. But then of course you run the risk of getting stuck in that direction. Right. And right. so you always kind of like go back to like the root back to the cave, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. I was I always find that it's like the last song that's written for the record is usually that kind of like it starts it starts informing the, uh. the direction for the next thing because um, <laughs> it's wherever your mind is at after you've like been working on this one thing for so long and then you start to kind of like i'm feeling this way today and you, something starts to kind of like happen in that next it, yeah. song and uh sometimes it actually makes the record and then sometimes you're like okay this is a we're going with this that's a very interesting statement because the last song we did write for the record isn't on the record because um we had like like zai had, had put this this frame this song together and i heard like a melody and i had lyrics that i was like really confident about mm -hmm. um so when in i must have recorded vocals i don't know like four or five different times um in different ways and then justin had sent us a, a baseline but it was too um it just didn't kind of the file that he sent you know it was kind of running through like a distortion um it was a little higher pitched and it, we just couldn't get it to like lock in with kind of how the rest of the song sounded so i wound up running it through like an ms20 filter and like gating it so that it kind of had this like arpeggiated energy and yeah. that changed the whole feel of the song that you know, Zai had written, it changed the feel of what Justin had written. And then I just felt like my vocal, just like I heard the final product and I'm like, like I wasn't convinced. Right. And I'm like, if I'm not convinced, you sure as shit aren't going to be convinced. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. so that's still, that'll probably come out sometime next year. Um, Very cool. After I, you know, stab myself in the face 20 more times and, <laughs> and, and get it right or just probably have Zai sing it. I, I um, love that. I just love the idea of uh, you weren't convinced, you know, yeah. I, like that. That's like a reoccurring thing um, for me all the time. And even like mm -hmm. when, when we've done yeah. like uh, vocals together or something like that, or when I'm whenever I'm doing vocals, it's like I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I don't I don't I don't believe me. If I don't believe me, no one else is going to believe me. This is, you know. I mean, the, uh, some of that is definitely like, you know, when you're recording your own vocals, you're like, this is horse shit. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, just like there's still there's something in my head with how it sounds that doesn't sound like how it came out. Right. And I'm right. like, if says every can, artist. 
Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah, yeah. If we, but if we could just get that one little part <laughs> to just make that turn, yeah, then it's a good. I can just do it one more time. Be very. I'll be very <laughs> happy with with uh, a lot of very miserable lyrics. How how close are you guys to achieving uh, on the record or just in general the sound that you hear in your head? Pretty close. Yeah. Nice. That's because that's well, a journey in itself, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think I found that the best thing when you start to reflect on you know whatever sound it is that you're when you're hearing something back is like try it different ways in terms of like yeah try it sitting down in your home studio or like just like do something you never really like jump on the bus and like you know listen to it right move to it or walk yeah. in the Take city to it yeah go out at night see what moves with it you know what makes sense with it as you start to like kind of go because you know music is kind of motion obviously yeah, so it's alive it's gotta you know like i teach i teach kids and when i teach them rhythm i make them put headphones on and walk i'm like mm -hmm. all right now show me where the rhythm is you're gonna walk to it yeah it's like it's it's a connection you know it's it's the most alive thing besides you that's that, that's, that's what that's what yeah. we're that's why we're doing it huh yeah seems right? like that's it it's the connection <laughs> that's the deal you know but uh so that makes a lot of sense like yeah that's um i hadn't thought about that that's a really good idea uh, definitely mm. steal that and use that hey this is sammy from barrel h chicks and i'm here with yen hey everybody how you doing, Yen? I'm feeling amazing. <laughs> yes, you are. Well, what we're here to do today is talk about where you can find barrel-aged chicks. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and Good Pods. Yep. On the barrel-aged chicks, we have myself, Sammy. We have Yen, of course, and then we have Snow, Crystal, and Harley. Yep. Um, we enjoy talking about everything from movies to being current moms to being just. The ladies of the Barrel H Flicks boys and their shenanigans in general. Please join us without kids. Thank you. Yes, our podcast is explicit content, so it is definitely not for little ears. But come out, let your hair down to hear the chick side of things. Whoop, whoop. It's we, a shit show. Please join us. <laughs> we need some mom time. Time out. Yeah. Have you guys checked out BaconIsMyPodcast.com yet? It's like the portal to everything Bacon Is My Podcast. It's got episodes. Mm -hmm. It's got music. Yeah. It's got swag. Yeah. And it has a portal to all of our sponsors, our awesome sponsors like GrillYourAssOff.com, Drink Wild Bills, Manscaped, and, uh, of course, Mythical Beards. Mythical Beards, yeah. So check it out. I mean, you can just, from one page, find so many things. Yes. Right? Check out our swag. Check yeah. out their swag. Get those discount codes and just, you know, help out the show. Exactly. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Mm, what's your bacon? Yep. I'm going to sit on buses. And, what does this move me? Like, yeah. that's great. Um, so, something that you brought up in uh, something that I've, I've heard in, in other, um, other interviews is that, Dan, you, you use a lot of, um, you have a lot of poetry and, and you kind of like, with Zai, Zai kind of like, differentiates mm -hmm. what'll work and stuff like that um can you go a little bit more into that because i i, I think that's really interesting because uh, i mean that again it has to be like a super strong connection because poetry is, is a piece of art and you're kind of letting somebody just kind of for better or worse like cannibalize it sometimes um yeah. so yeah, so you gotta, how you how be you gotta be one body right like how yeah. how was the process of kind of letting go and and how often does this this process kind of happen i think it's pretty we usually kind of write the song like the music is, is first and then i think lyric you know for me like lyrics and melody kind of follow after um what you know, I think like here to Demonica is a, a good example because like I wrote that, I gave it to Zai, Zai reworked it, and they were both just really happy with what the other one had written. Um, you know, Zai will write a song and I'll think it's like, I'm like, this is fucking great. We don't need, like, let's change these three words. And now, you know, it's good. It's there. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think we trust each other. And um, that I think that's probably the most important thing because we respect where one another is coming from like emotionally and 
you know, um, and spiritually and like what's, what's flowing through. And we like kind of understand what's going on with each other at those times and what we need to get out and what's important. Um, and since Zai is the lead vocalist, you know, I often defer to what he's comfortable, you know, saying, because again, it comes back to conviction. Yeah. You know, he has to believe what he's singing, you know, if I, if I wrote it and he believes it, well, I'll fucking go high five myself. But, right, um, right. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. true too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of, a lot of times you're dealing with um, just kind of singing your own words mm-hmm. and when you're singing somebody else's, you have to, you have to really kind of like key into that. It's good that you guys yeah. like, again, that's had to be something that you guys found right away. Yeah. I think it's, you know, we really, we really respect each other's work. I think it's probably like the foundation of it. I don't know. Right. I never really talked about it, but um you know, we, we send stuff to each other. We're like, like nobody goes, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck was, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like that never, like that never happens. It's like, right. whoa, that's really cool. Like, I'm really glad. Like, number one, thank you for sharing that with me. Number two, you know, this is, this is really good. And there's something in everything. And it's well, like, know, even, even if it sparks like a different idea in the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what I actually was going to segue into. Funny. You mentioned that, like that whole interesting mutations that can happen when you take one splice of an idea right Mm -hmm. Right. and merge it with another's and then something third like a third something is created that is way interesting than than just the singular right like sort of entities or bodies or something like that and thus that's where a little window opens up and then it's like oh this now has spawned its own, its own little, you know, place right, in the yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The silhouette forms, and that—that's where that it comes from. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, you guys said that you you met by DJing uh, at Respectable Street, which uh, I, I've never been there before. A buddy of ours plays there quite a bit, or played there quite a bit because it's closed now, right? No, it's still open. It's still open. Yeah, it's one of the longest running clubs in the southeast. It's open for like thirty-seven years. That's crazy. That's Wild. so awesome. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, it looks like a really awesome, like really awesome place, really awesome scene kind of thing, uh, going on. What, what, ba- what, what band were they in? Uh, uh, werewolves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those guys. Yeah. No, 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 the Tory connection. Yeah, right, right. Yep. We're, we're all interviewed now. <laughs> we're we're technically we're not supposed to bring her name up, but. Shout out to Tori. She's the best. Shout AJ's AJ's our buddy though. He's been on this show more than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. AJ's been on <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. Quite a bit. We have quite the bromance with him. We're yeah. all we're yeah. all we're all strong in the uh in the comic book nerdery. So ah. <laughs> yeah. What what uh what kind of nights did you did you DJ? Like was it, what kind of uh vibe was it? Um, I DJed a lot of uh post punk and new wave and synth pop. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I was doing a lot of yeah i would do um i was doing mostly like uh indie dance stuff but always had like strong roots of like you know 70s punk um new wave um you know the factory records stuff um nice. you know just that this kind of like off kilter like dance tracks like i learned very early on like in the 90s that there wasn't much difference between like what was going on with industrial at the time and like techno and i was like these are like kind of the same things except you're doing it in a different key with like just a different delivery of everything so for me this like like dance music um is just like so powerful and there's there's so many different ways to cut it and make it work together you know Mm -hmm. bands that you know hate each other it's like Oh, hey, we're gonna go. Uh, it's an '80s night. Okay, cool. Well, you're gonna hear the Cure and you're gonna hear the Smiths, and right. those guys would never have shared a bill together. Right. right. But we all love both those bands, and we'll happily dance and sing along. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's about it's about like creating a soundtrack for like somebody's night. Like you walk in that room, there's a song playing. That's an identifier for you. You you meet somebody, that's a song playing in the background. You dance with somebody, that's a song playing in the background. There's something playing in the background as you're having a conversation with friends, as you kiss somebody for the first time, as your friend's getting a 
20 person brawl and it rolls out the front door. Um, I used to have the Benny Hill theme cued for that. We had, a, <laughs> we had a period of time where there were a lot of fights on the patio on Thursday As nights. You should. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I got to play that a couple times. So that was That's cool. amazing. How did that how, like, okay. So all everything that you just said, how did that inform you as a songwriter? Like when you guys get to writing your music, are you, are you trying to like consciously keep some of those things in mind and be like, okay, we're, we also have the potential to be a soundtrack just like you were saying yeah. and, and do this, that, and the other, or is that something that you just kind of like, do you not connect those things? No, I think we definitely connect yeah, totally. some, in some sense. I mean, it's like yeah. as DJs, we honor like the stuff from the past and things like that, but we're always itching for like a new thing to do to our brains with, you know, rhythm and yeah. genre and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I think as DJs, we're, we also are trying to like play new music that's out there and new combinations mm -hmm. of, of sounds and stuff. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And no, I guess. Yeah. Right. Right. Dan, were you going to say something? Probably. I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's a current theme. Of my, that's a constant theme of my life. No, no it's but yeah, I, th I think, I think I said it pretty well, you know, it's, you know, it's all it's all connected. Like what you're influenced by is like what you love and what connects with you. And you know, we have a really great opportunity to listen to a lot more music and and live with music in different ways. You know, as you play those songs, it's like, well, this one's just for me, and I don't give a shit who dances. Right, like, right. this is a great song. You all need to know it. You need to. I demand you listen to it now. And that's right, like right. the DJ's job. You're supposed to educate people on music. So as we're devouring new things, you know, there's always just such a wealth of of music from the past that you can dig into and say, this sounds like it could have came out like last year. Like mm -hmm. and it's it's beautiful. Hey, have you ever wondered how you could actually help the show out? I mean not not just like listening and giving a five star review or Buying a T-shirt or working a little with bit sponsors. of extra zans. Yeah, are you one of those people that likes extra stuff? Mm. That likes a little bit more. Can't spell extraordinary without that little extra. Exactly. So if you like that stuff, if you want a little bit of extra bacon, like huh. tasting shows and cooking shows and yeah. early access to app uh, episodes, I mean, shoot, you can't get any earlier than live. That's true. Every week we do our discussion and drinks live for our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Check it out. Check out the tiers. See what's right for you. Help us out. We love you. Thanks for being a part of it. Remember to ask yourself, what's your bacon? That's that's a really cool, like, I, I never really thought about that, uh, at, like, that perspective, <clears throat> excuse me, perspective of a DJ. Like it, in my in my head, it's always like, okay, this guy is gonna read the room, keep the vibe going, and you know, give the people what they want. But as an educator, that's a really cool like way to look at it as well. I never really thought about it that way. What 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 made you that that click in your mind? Um, I think it well, I think it's kind of partially to what you said. It's you know, con having control over that vibe, like you're you're directing everything the entire you're in charge um you know and it just feels like you know i i know i don't like to listen to the same thing and dance to the same thing all the time and neither should anybody else so hmm. I, it's kind of like my will it's kind of like cooking you know like yeah everyone's gonna come for the french fries you know everyone's gonna come for those tracks yeah. and those bangers that they know is just like gonna be good all the time but like, yeah, you also you also want you also cook something special, and you know, people should try new things. And yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, well, think about you. You're like, um, just I can't. I there's numerous times where I'm always getting texts from you that are like, you got to check out this song. You got to check this out. You got to check yeah. it out. You hear something and you want to let your friends know about it, and you've got a whole room full of friends. So it's like exactly, or yeah. or friends you haven't met yet. Right, right, for sure, for sure. Zai, uh, you you were talking about how you were in in a little bit of the the restaurant industry and stuff like that. Um, is that something that you uh, 
have like have taken home with you like were you interested in cooking yourself in stuff or is it that was kind of like a all right i gotta get a job i'm gonna go into the restaurant business kind of thing um well it happened just kind of like randomly but i'd always loved cooking it's just been always a part of my culture and you know cubans get together and they like to throw down latin latins get together and they like to just throw down a lot of food and everybody's cooking and it's just music and festivities and um cooking is an interest i mean the language of cooking is really interesting too in terms of when you're making music you ever find yourself like using culinary language to like achieve a certain sound or yes tune a certain describing sound? things yeah definitely yeah. for sure describing things yeah yeah because music is kind of like almost visceral it is visceral it is mm-hmm. physical yeah 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 i'm always talking about like you know one i mean everybody's spicing it up with this spicing it up with that but like i'm always like we need the sizzle on this what's the steak in this what's the you know yeah yeah this is just dressing right now. What's what's, <laughs> what's actually right. have, what's the course? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I've definitely I've definitely done that. Um, <laughs> do you still enjoy cooking after working in the restaurant industry? Uh not professionally. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love cooking for friends and family, but yeah, right. professionally, fuck, dude. Yeah. It pulls yeah. it pulls all of the fun out of it. It for takes sure. some joy away. <laughs> yeah, it definitely like deletes years off your life. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I think we've all seen at least some of the bear, and right. yeah, and yeah. if that's if that's where where like, and that's I have friends that have worked in restaurants and stuff like that, and they're like, that's it. That's exactly yeah. what's going on. I'm like, I could not fuck that. I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, I think anything that that's that's artistic in any way, the minute you start doing it in a corporate environment, it just sucks everything yeah, out of it. That's true. You know, you're like, I love making this sandwich. Cool, make a hundred of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like oh, and nothing else. All right. <laughs> right. Oh, you don't get to make it today, but fry up those chicken fingers. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or dude, like when you just you ever just wake up and like really don't feel like cooking. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I still, I still have to cook, dude. And that's right. <laughs> yeah, that. Wow, I never for like that, dozens either. of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Picky people too. Oh my god. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, I'll I'll make my I'll make my special person, you know, my loved person, a a, a fucking grilled cheese. If I'm like mangled, hangover, right, right. hungover, you know, I can, I yeah. can, I can. I can muster this, the resources to do that, but right. when that's all you got, right. and you got to go fucking cook dinners, dude. Fuck <laughs> that. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, and you also said that you so you're into like yoga and stuff like that. Is that is that uh, yoga meditation? Yoga meditation, that kind of stuff. What what uh, what put you on that path? Um, I think having that sort of spiritual origin of uh, the hybrid religions that were a part of Cuba's uh, Cuba's environment. One in particular was, you know, what was brought over from Africa, the, the sort of shamanism from Africa. And aside from all these deities and things that come with that, and the most important takeaway or take home is the idea of animism, that everything is alive. And just from a young age, I, uh, I sort of felt that or was brought up like that. Who knows? But I think uh, it really plugs into the art, the art frame, you know, the, the making of art, the exploring of art and how it sort of um, confronts us with our own unconscious. And so things like yoga and meditation are just sort of like kind of tools and practices that kind of condition that process, that relationship. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I want to get into yoga. I just don't know where to start. Like I know you do like the DDPY and stuff like that, but I, I did just, that and I did, I yeah, I did a couple different ones, but it was more for my, my, my brain wasn't getting into the spiritual side of it. Like I, I meditate and things for that, but the yoga was just, I need to be flexible. Mm. <laughs> that was, that was really yeah. the mindset. It was just like, Hey, the more flexible I am, the healthier I'll be. So, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
the two really overlap. I mean, the two can really you can keep them separate, but when they you combine the two, it's much more fulfilling. I, I imagine so. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They're also really good things to do in between the sort of pandemonium of you know what it could be to like write a write a record, especially like a very emotional one. You know, with a lot of a lot of shit in it, <laughs> and. You know, you're also getting beat up by just, you know, the 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 throes of life. And these things just help you, you know, lick your wounds and heal and get back up and be center. Yeah. Get, or get shot with arrows in the chest again. Whatever, you know, yeah. whatever, wherever you're, whatever you're find yourself. Keeps well, you yeah. going. Whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. Well, uh, guys, we, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and uh enjoying some some good conversation and stuff and yeah. uh we really want you to let everybody know where they can find everything going on with you guys uh are you guys doing any kind of shows or anything like that coming in the coming months here to, to um, promote the record yeah, plug 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 we have a couple shows out in la in mid-november um those dates are on our website and then we'll probably do some local stuff December, January, and then um, February. We're gonna we're working on some stuff in like the Midwest and um, up in like the Northeast, so, like cool. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. Let us know, man. Let, Let us know. know when you're in the, where are you guys located? We're up in we're in New York, New York right now. We're in New York. Oh, whereabouts? Oh, sweet, Long Island. Yeah, we're actually on Long Island. Oh, cool. Yeah, I dated a girl that lived in Port Washington. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's about. Uh, 30 minutes north of me. Yeah. I, I threw up at Nassau Coliseum once when I was eight. So, oh, nice. uh, that's fun. <laughs> I threw up there at a much older age than eight. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, you, are, you, are you guys Islanders fans at all? Uh, I, I used to be a little bit more, but then they moved into the Barclays Center and the tickets oh, got more expensive. Right. They so, did. Yeah. Yeah. I, in, in fact, the Nassau Coliseum, I was surprised. Uh, I got an email about like WWE going there, and I was like, I thought that was the place was closed. Apparently, they have an indoor soccer and an indoor football league that run the Coliseum still. Oh. But oh, that's wow. like really it. Wow, interesting. They're they're gonna turn it into a uh, like a mall casino. Like they're trying to um, like a mall casino venue kind of thing because that Marriott is like right next to it. Right. So, yeah. They're trying to work something out with it. We'll Interesting. see. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, dude. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, let, let everybody know where they can find everything oh, yeah. uh you. <laughs> uh yeah, violetsilhouette.com. Um, go to any of your streaming services, Violet Silhouette. Sometimes silhouette's hard to spell, but if you're watching this episode, you can see it on Zai's shirt, how to spell it. There you oh, go. And oh. merch is on, and if you want this shirt. You can go to Bandcamp and you can buy it there, and we will personally mail it to you. Nice. We might even write a fun little note in the envelope. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. I love it. I love yeah. it. Tell them Bacon sent you, and and yeah, and, and that you want a note. That's right. Yeah. All right. And they will. <laughs> done All done. right, guys. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and uh, of course, always remember to ask yourself one super crazy important question, Jimmy. Would yeah, I mean, there is that question. Has it changed for you guys at all? Through our conversation, we talked about what your bacon is earlier. Uh, any any others pop into your head as through our conversation? Um, I mean, yeah, just playing, just playing live. Mm -hmm. That's that's my bacon. That's my bacon. You know what I've been doing recently? Uh, walking real slow. That. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I need to, yeah. I need to start doing that's that. very different than walking fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's almost like you want you almost like fall over because <laughs> like, do it like, really slow, dude. Like and heel like, to toe, like balancing. Yeah, like real, you know, feel every right, right. Do it over grass, man. Barefoot too. Get that uh, grounding a little. Gotta bit. get yeah. grounded. Uh, grounded. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm trying to. Everybody Wait, at home. Okay. Yes. Well, what about what about you guys? Uh, since our conversation has has this changed any of your bacon or, or rationing so my my bacon is uh is conversation yeah. I, I love talking to people i love finding out kind of like 
what their bacon is like other oh, creatives kind of I, I i enjoy that speaking of other creatives i always get inspired i always learn new things um you know i learned that i'm gonna take mixes and i'm gonna take them on to different things and find the find the rhythm and find the vibe for them you know like, yeah always learn something new that i can try which i think is awesome so that's definitely one of my bacons always yeah yeah i yeah same same here i love i love having conversations with new people and like discovering new music and you know just i i i can't consume enough of it like i don't think i've ever you know except for after like a festival or something like that <laughs> yeah it's like i don't i don't want to listen to music yeah and, i don't put I, music on when i'm driving home from a place yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know what you mean though like when when uh, at the post festival thing where like meditation gets a whole you're not even meditating yeah. because you're trying to like quiet like, you're just like oh i'm just trying to be like no i really need to just <laughs> <laughs> no no but i really just stop yeah, in yeah, my brain yeah. for a second yeah. yeah i've been running from stage to stage trying yeah. to make sure i get everything in and that, it's loud right that was, so, this, that was me this morning at like 6 a.m coming home from miami on the on the train uh, uh yeah. okay yeah yeah I train, train rides i always i i find zen on trains i yeah. do yeah like that's like one of those times where i can like I'm like, all right, I'm not on a, I'm not on like a, a, a public transit that is on the road. So I'm not like looking at other vehicles going like, all right, who's going to be an asshole? Like I'm on a train. It's just going in one direction. I can zone out. You know, right. I can listen to the, I can listen to the sounds of whatever's happening and just kind of find my chi. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever it is. You can, I can find it in any kind of sound. I can find it in people arguing. I don't care. Like, yeah. I can, I can, <laughs> yeah. I can find like there's a rhythm in there that's happening, and I'm like, oh, this his voice is going up at these points, and her voice is going down. <laughs> All right, I found my place. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like it, guys. Again, thank you, and always remember to ask yourself. Do, do you guys yeah. remember what that question? Yeah, everybody was? at home, what, the, what should they ask themselves? What's your and hopefully they're all saying, what's your bacon? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's <laughs> that was their moment. In the that was the moment. At home to, to say, this is me? What's my <laughs> name? It's a video. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. Everybody go check out the music immediately if you haven't already. And uh, let them know. Let them know. Buy that T-shirt. because it. The music's great. It helps. Thank, thank you guys you. so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Quick time out. I want to let everybody know that despite the summer being gone, right. uh, heading into the fall, does not mean that grilling season is over. No, if you have a grill, it is always grilling season. I feel like it's just getting started. And if you're grilling, if you're cooking, if you're doing any of that, make sure you do that with GrillYourAssOff.com. Taste the freedom! Exactly. Grill Your Ass Off is an awesome, awesome company. It is made in Texas. It is veteran-owned, and they were Small Business of the Year. Yeah, Veteran Small Business of the Year uh, 2023, which is awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. They also just partnered with Sailor Jerry. Now, rum may be my personal uh, avoid-at-all-costs booze, but right. some people really love it. And I guess I guess I, I have to admit, even at its worst, it's delicious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a new Sailor Jerry Ironsides barbecue sauce that you can check out, too. And anything that you decide to get at GrillYourAssOff.com, you want a deal? You want a special? You want some money off? Use a promo code. Bacon. Because everything's better with bacon. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Come on. 10% off. Get it on all of their jerkies, all of their seasonings, all of their condiments, even their swag. Their swag is pretty sweet. Yeah. Spread, so. some, spread some seasoning on those swags. So definitely head over to grillyourassoff.com use the promo code bacon for 10% off and always remember to ask yourself one super important question what's your bacon hey everybody hi this was uh this was a fun one this was a fun it was. one almost didn't happen almost didn't happen almost didn't happen they showed up late they did we had lights askew yeah yeah we were all over the place here so but yeah I, i'm glad it did happen and uh you know a couple of cool guys Looking forward to hanging out with them uh, in the future. Yeah, again. definitely, definitely. It'll be really cool. They, um, yeah, like I like I told you when I when I first went on their website and everything, uh, reading through their bio, I was like, it seems like they might be fun, or they might be pretentious. Right. And I couldn't really tell, because um, sometimes the more artistic uh, you seem, the more 
pretentious you can seem. Right. Um, but it also seemed like reading through it that it was like, no, these guys got a healthy dose of self-awareness and yeah. and they're having fun with this too. Yeah, so Exactly. Uh, and they're they're like, it's like one foot in, one foot out, which I appreciate. Yes. You know, it's not yeah, fully for in sure. Uh, so it was cool. And then once we got them on, they were very cool. They were cool to talk to. Cool for guys. sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go listen to the record. It's really good. It's moody as fuck. Definitely. It's it's a mood. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely go check it out. Um, Jimsy, where can they check you out? Uh, you can check me out at uh, Jimmy G Shoes on all the socials. Check out my band Craven Strange at CravenStrange.net, which will give you links to all our socials and all our music, of which we are recording new stuff as we speak, as, yeah. you're, as you're hearing this. Um, po- probably, possibly. Mm-hmm. Unless it's very far in the future and you're listening back. The future! Then it's already out. Hope you like it. Um, yeah, that's where you can find all my stuff. Uh, I'm also one half of our stuff. Right. And you can find that stuff at BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Yeah. Uh, there you can find the music of Bacon Is My Passion, which is also stuff that we're working on and putting out and had a show and uh, um, I think it went well. Yeah. It probably did. It probably did. I don't know because we haven't done it yet um, as we're doing this but uh, I think it went well. Because we're right now in the future. Yes. And in the past. In the past. Simultaneously. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrap your head around that. Yeah. Enjoy Uh, it. Don't forget Um, to check out our sponsors. Yeah. uh, Including Manscaped. Yeah, the new one is awesome. Yeah. The new lawnmower? What is that, 5 now? Yeah, 5.0. 5.0? Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Yeah. And my beanbag has never been so clean. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. We we have to film that promo, by the way. We do. Yeah. We're going to show you guys how it's done. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not going to go any further. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, and then me, personally, you can catch me at me, my own self, Mike, on all the socials, find out what I'm doing with my family and with the podcast and with my band, and my band is called Something Heavy. We have a new single out called Hurt. It's out now. Yeah. Uh, we got to work with the incomparable mm. Dave Caggiano, as well as... We are also working with... This guy. The incomparable Dave Caggiano. Yeah. Caggiano. This guy, he helped me do the vocals on it, so... Um, if the vocals suck, it's his fault. I was fault. in the room. He was there. I was in the room. He was there. He I was... hit the space bar. And the R. And the R. Yeah. That's it. So uh, so go check it out. Uh, if you want to help us out on the show, the easiest way to do that, the freest way to do that, mm-hmm. is by hitting a follow, hitting a like, hitting a subscribe, giving us those five-star reviews, because it helps. It helps. Yeah. It helps everything. Follow us over at StrangerhoodTV.com. That is our YouTube page. And if you really love it, you can jump over to Patreon.com slash BaconIsMyPod. And you can find us there. And you can sign up for any one of the tiers, which are um, pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of different new, unique content. Live stuff all the time. Even at the lowest tier, you do get the live discussion and drinks. Mm -hmm. Get it early. Get it early. Get it ad-free. Yeah. All that stuff. So. so check all that out. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We appreciate you taking your time and giving us some of your time. Uh, hopefully, if you're on the road, drive safe. If you're at home, have a good night or day or morning or whatever it is you're doing. But always remember to ask yourself one question. What's your bacon? Well, peace. Later from the Bimp Lounge. <laughs>